Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 133. I'm so excited to hop behind my mic and hang out with you today. I have been on vacation. I've been away from my computer, from my microphone, from not necessarily my cell phone. I've been taking lots of pictures, popped up a few stories while I was gone, but I've definitely been away from work. That's for sure. I've been away from my groups been away from my emails, from my DMs, and I'm so excited to be back here. It's been about five days, and I am just ready to jump in. I prepped all of my podcast episodes for July, and when I came back from vacation, I was like, oh, I'm tired. I'm really tired. Do I really want to sit down What am I going to record? Do I really want to get behind the mic? And I was like, oh my gosh, just like feeling all those feels. And then I opened up my workflow, my content planner for the month of July. And I looked at it and I was like, Chelsea, you're so sweet. (laughs) You prepared the coolest episode ever for yourself. And I am so excited, so, so, so excited that this is the episode. I can always change it, but when I opened it, I was like, you know yourself well. This is a fun, lighthearted topic that is straightforward. It's not going to be super long, but extremely practical. And it is on the ever dreadful topic that we all have to face of how in the world are we going to stop living in a dirty house? (laughs) And I don't mean messy, like things need to be picked up, but like, how do you actually dive in and manage to get that squeaky clean house while you're juggling all the mom things and work and marriage and kids going back to school and vacations and all the things. We are going to talk about all of it today. You're going to be super excited, pretty short, straightforward. You might not even need a notepad for this one, but you might want to take notes too. You never know. I never know what's going to come out. So you might just want to grab the pen and paper just in case, because sometimes I just go down a rabbit hole and I can't help myself. So what do you say? Let's go ahead and press play on today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, If you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Today we are talking about how complicated you are making it when it comes to cleaning your house. It's really not that complicated. And I think sometimes when we have so much going on, every molehill does really actually feel like a mountain. And so we really have to, in our minds, make it complicated so that it matches the feelings that we have about it. (laughs) But I'm here to help you with that today. Um, For those of you that are new around here, I just want you to know that this podcast is littered with gold all the way back from the beginning. Some of the most downloaded episodes in this podcast 
are in the beginning and the middle and most recent. So if you are looking for something specific on cleaning or time management or um, systems for your marriage, systems for your home, they're all in here. (laughs) A great place to look and to ask is inside of the Facebook group. If you have questions about something specific, pop on over into the Systemize Your Life Facebook group and ask questions. Introduce yourself. Uh, We have a lot of fun stuff that happens over there. And for those of you that are inside, but you're not utilizing it, why not? It's a great place to get your questions answered, to connect with other moms, and to really find community. That's why it's there. That's what I designed it for. And that's what I hope that you will utilize it for. Um, On the regular, I really do want moms to be connecting with each other and encourage each other to start systemizing. So if you're a cheerleader and you like cheering other people on, make sure you're in there encouraging other mamas. And if you're new to this whole mom thing, or if you're new to the whole homeschool plus mom thing, or if you are super, super seasoned at momming and working and doing all the things, make sure that you know that there is a special place for you inside and that there are others around you that needs to hear from you. So it's the Systemize Your Life Facebook group. You just type it into the search bar and you can pop on in over there. We have a lot of fun hashing out what we've learned and talked about here on the podcast, plus a whole lot of other things too. So this is this is how straightforward <laughs> this is how straightforward today's going to be. I was just recently having a conversation with some friends about cleaning house and I feel like we're always having these conversations. Women are just always trying to figure out how to keep their house clean, especially when your kids, well, doesn't matter what age your kids are actually. Sometimes I feel like the older they get, the more independent they become, the messier they are. I know it's hard to believe when you have littles, but it's just like, oh my gosh, how did toothpaste literally like become like an integrated part of your bathroom vanity. I don't even understand it, but it's a thing. Like just everywhere. You know, my nine-year-old is not aware. (laughs) I make her aware, but she's not aware. But we as moms are very aware of the mess that's happening around us. So this episode is strictly to talk to you about how it's to uncomplicate your cleaning and what I do to make cleaning kind of like just straightforward for me. You know, um, I realized when I had my former business, which was my event-based business, and my part-to-full-time interpreting job that I did outside of the home, and I had a newborn, and I was newly married with a husband that was doing a rotating shift, and I had a daughter that had shared parenting time. She was going back and forth, and she was grade school that my house was just not getting cleaned and there just was no option for us financially to hire a house cleaner. And once once I realized that there was an easier way to go about it, and that's kind of where my brain always goes, right? Is, okay, why is this so inefficient? Why is this not effective? What's not working? And I sit down and I break it down and I start going through things. At this point in my life, I don't know how to turn my brain off and not do that. I'm always looking at that. I don't necessarily always have to write it down on paper. Sometimes I just get these ideas and these downloads of what I think would make it better. And then I try it the next week. And I do that like a silent little ninja in the background in the dark shadows of my family. And here's mom over here like trying to figure things out. And then once I kind of get rolling with something, I'll put it down on paper. 
right? Um, and that's kind of what I did when I realized that my house wasn't being cleaned and I needed to figure it out. And that's when I, I, I came up with, okay, first and foremost, what I'm using to clean is probably the worst of all of it, right? I was always frustrated that I had the biggest toe on planet Earth and I was spending a lot of money on all these cleaning products and they weren't products that my kids could help me with so I couldn't outsource it to them. Even Blaine complained about the smell and he would mention things about it. And I just always felt like I was running back and forth to grab all of the things to do all of the things. And that was the the most complicated part about it once I actually got to the cleaning space. And that's where we're going to start today is I'm going to start with how you can make the actual task that you're doing of cleaning easier. So it's not such a monstrosity to actually get to it and do it and get through it. When we overcomplicate things or when our brain thinks it's going to be hard, it automatically retreats into save energy, save time, don't do it, find something else to do this easier. And that's when things start getting put off. So if we can uncomplicate the process of cleaning, which there are two parts of this, uh, the first part is what we're going to talk about today as far as what you're actually doing when you're cleaning. So this is like a legitimate episode on how I clean my house and what I use to make it super simple and straightforward. And then the second part of that is when you actually are going to clean your house, which we're not going to talk about that today. That has been addressed inside of episode 61. And episode 61 is a really, really good episode. I touch a little bit, I dabble a little bit on what I'm talking about today over there. But um, episode 61 is really, really good if you're trying to figure out how to clean your home and need even more support, please go and listen to that episode too. So that will approach kind of some of the how on iClean, but it goes really, really, really in depth on laundry and dishes. And then it touches a little bit on the cleaning system that I use. And so we're, we're talking about the what, the complicated parts of what I actually clean and how I do it. And then when So that win part is what we're not talking about today. You can go listen to a couple other episodes, 61 being the first one. And when I clean is my whole zone cleaning system. Okay, so that is what that is. Now, let's talk about the actual like nitty gritty of what I do to make this less complicated. I want you to ask yourself right now how long it takes you to clean all the bathrooms in your home and what do you typically bring with you to clean the bathrooms and what about every other space in your home is it is it complicated like are you holding a bunch of things in your hands are you trying to get the the duster thing and the the vacuum thing and the ladder and the sponges and the paper towels and the rags and the toilet scrubber plus the sponges plus the pumice stone plus 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 and and the shelf where you keep all of those things is it disorganized and is it messy like what does this actually look like how are you preparing yourself to do this job because what what we talk about here is being prepared we talk about systems in order to have a system in place, you have to have had some premeditated planning put in place, right? You had to have thought through steps that happen in a sequential order and then 
looked at them and refined it in a way that you think is effective and efficient. And then you go out and you put it in place. So that's what we're going to talk about with your cleaning. It's no different. It doesn't matter what system I throw at you, you guys. This is the exact same thing. You're struggling to get your house clean. Dust on your baseboards, dust on your ceiling fans. Heaven only knows what it looks like behind your toilet. Like, gross. I cannot. <laughs> and no, I'm not judging you. I have stuff behind my toilet at times too. The point is, is that we all don't like it and we all don't know how to make it any better and why it's not happening. And we all just chalk it up to, oh, well, I don't have time. But the reality is, is that you probably do have time if you would simplify the process. I know I keep saying that, but I need you to understand and I need you to believe in what I'm about to tell you because it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> it's literally going to make you wonder what you've been doing all your life. <laughs> okay, so here's the first thing. We're, let's talk about what's inside of your cleaning tote, okay? From this point moving forward, you should have one tote for cleaning and that's it. It, it should be sizable, but not huge. I'm not talking about a caddy. I'm talking about a tote, okay? So like a small bin, nothing huge. I got mine at Ikea. It's just this little black. It should be like plastic or rubber, something that is sturdy and durable and washable. It has to be washable, okay? So it shouldn't be cloth or cardboard, anything like that shouldn't be metal either because it'll rust because it is going to get wet. So you just need a cleaning tote and that's it. And this one tote should should sit. Um, I keep mine up in the laundry room, up above the washer and dryer. And I would suggest keeping it there as well unless all your kids are grown. Then you could keep it underneath a sink. Um, but I like keeping mine up in a tote. And so this tote that you get, I would say mine's I don't even know. I probably should have measured it for you, but it doesn't matter. Just go get a tote, okay? And that's all you should have from now on. That's it. Now, what goes inside of your tote? Here's the here's the golden nugget that I want you to walk away with. I almost just labeled this episode my two favorite cleaning products and left it at that, but I did not. But that really is what I'm about to blow your mind with. You really only need two, maybe three, cleaning products, but truly only two cleaning products. And that is it. Like for real, two cleaning products for everything in your entire home. And I did mention this in episode 61, but we're really going to go down to it right now. And I'm, gonna, I'm like actually going to talk about these two cleaning products. One is an all-purpose scrub and the other is an all-purpose spray. Now those, and that's it. That's all I use to clean my entire house end of story. And that goes inside of my tote. There's a few other things that are going to go on the tote that we're going to talk about. And I will tell you everything that's in, in my cleaning tote, the only things that you will need to be able to clean your house. But first, let's talk about these two products. Now, my all-purpose cleaning scrub and my all-purpose cleaning spray are both derived from one cleaner. So that's really the only product that I need. And I get it from Young Living. You can also get it from doTERRA. So Young Living has a thieves cleaner and it is a concentrate. Remember Pine Sol? Maybe you still are using Pine Sol. You should not be. It's loaded with chemicals and 
You could be using something that is completely chemical free that your kiddos can help you clean with that doesn't have extremely high toxicity levels that you're leaving all over surfaces that you're putting your hands into. You could outsource and have your kids help you if you were using a non-toxic cleaner. Okay, so I use the Thieves Cleaner from Young Living, but doTERRA also has an on-guard concentrate. I just got a bottle of that and I'm going to start using that as well, but they're basically the same, right? And so from this bottle of concentrate, I make an all-purpose spray and I make an all-purpose scrub. For years, I was using seventh generation um, plant-derived cleaners. They're just so much more expensive. They don't smell as good. And I do not believe that they do as good of a job. They don't go as far. I don't get as many cleanings out of them. So like hands down all the way around, these are the best. I do not sell these products, but there are women inside of my Facebook group that inside of the Facebook group, the Systemize Your Life Facebook group that do sell them and they love their job. They would be happy to help you and happy to serve you. The gal that I use from doTERRA, her name is Jen Fry and she is inside of the Facebook group. She's also inside of the academy. Um, and then the gal that I use for my young living, her name is is Rhonda and her Instagram handle is at uh, my Adobe cottage. She's amazing. She's very, very amazing. But there's also girls inside of the Facebook group that sell Young Living oils as well, which is where you would get this, this concentrate for your cleaner. And I do know that Young Living just came out with their own all-purpose scrub like a soft scrub so you don't even have to mix it up anymore um okay so let's get back to this I just got really excited about that although I, I will still probably keep making mine so I take this all-purpose scrub and I have a spray bottle and I have a little glass jar my glass jar I I have a specific ratio and a specific mixture I just use baking soda and um a cap full of the all-purpose cleaner and then some vinegar and I mix it up until it turns into a paste. And that's what I use to like deep clean and scrub my whole house. And then the spray is um, a little bit of water and a little bit of vinegar, just a little bit. And then um, the concentrate and it becomes an all-purpose spray for your entire house that actually kills bacteria. It kills germs, makes everything smell amazing. It's a degreaser. Like they are incredible. I don't have to use wipes anymore, like buy the actual wipes. Those are handy for road trips. They're handy if we have people like super sick in the house and I want to like 15 times a day be wiping surfaces behind people because <laughs> I'm neurotic like that. <laughs> um, instead of just like spraying things all the time, sometimes those wipes are cool. But truly, you can just use a reusable rag or a paper towel if you must, and your all-purpose spray. You can also make out of a roll of paper towels your own reusable wipes, which that's going to be next on my list just for the fun of it because I like to DIY things. So anyway, I really need to, to tell you what I came here to tell you and say that these two products are the only two products that you need inside of your bucket. As you can tell, I'm really, really passionate about this and I'm happy to answer any questions that you might have about this uh, over inside of the group because that's the best place for you guys to kind of nab me and get your questions answered because it's awesome. So I use these to clean my kitchen, my bathroom, my toilets. I just take the all-purpose scrub and I throw it in the toilet and then I use my toilet brush, okay? My vanities, 
everything. What do I use to clean my floors? That concentrate. I fill up my sink with super hot water and I put a cap full of concentrate in it, just like my mama used to do with pine saw and I mop my floor, right? I literally use it for everything. My microwave, my kitchen stove, my kitchen oven, everything. Now, let's talk about windows really quick and and mirrors. So you can make a glass cleaner out of vinegar and thieves and a little bit of water. I have done that, but I just prefer purchasing the window, reusable window cleaning cloths. It's kind of like the cloth that you clean glasses with, like your actual like reading glasses or sunglasses. They're amazing. And all you have to do, you can use your all-purpose spray or you can just use water and um, clean your mirror that way. And it's completely streak-free. It's absolutely amazing. So you can throw in, I do not use Windex or any of those things because they're super toxic as well. Um, But that is what's in my tote. So we're going to talk about now what's in my actual cleaning tote, okay? That window cleaning rag is in there, okay? A toilet brush, like scrubber brush is in there, or you can keep one behind every toilet. I don't personally like doing that. I like keeping everything in my tote and going from from bathroom to bathroom when I clean, Um, but that's just me personally because I don't like them in my bathroom. So I have that inside of there. I also have two sponges. Here's the two different types of sponges. I choose to make both of them compostable, 100% compost compatible, so they are not derived from extremely toxic chemicals. And I get them both off of Amazon. I get one that is a soft sponge that is good for like holding a lot of water and wringing it out, just like your typical sponge that you would buy from the store, right? And then I get a scrubber sponge that is the same as like an old-fashioned SOS pad. I'm probably dating myself. That's what my mother always called them. The green, like super rough, scrubby ones (laughs) for scrubbing things. (laughs) that one. Um, and so those are the two that I have. And I, it's like a sea sponge of sorts. And that's the one that I will pop on. Like I'll get it really wet. I throw my thieves cleaner on it, the soft scrub. And then I clean my whole bathtub. I clean my whole shower. I clean my vanities. I clean everything with that stuff. And it's amazing. Super amazing. So I have those two sponges in there. And I also have a pumice stone. I keep a large cup in there to help me like rinse down my bathtub that doesn't have a shower spout with it. I also keep, um, (laughs) you guys know that I don't like to use paper towels and quite frankly, we don't really ever buy them. Sometimes I do from time to time, like maybe once a year I'll buy a big thing from Costco. But so inside of my cleaning tote, I will keep a clean cleaning rag so that I can have a dry towel with me if I need to clean up messes and that's it that's all I keep in there. And that's how simple it is. And that's all I have to carry around with me. That's what cleans every single surface. I sometimes will use olive oil on my stainless steel appliances, but that's in the kitchen. And so I don't really need to keep it in my tote. Obviously I have a vacuum. (laughs) I vacuum my house. That stays in the laundry area, but that is really it. You guys, it's super uncomplicated when Blaine comes to me, if I say to him, hey, I need help with bathrooms this week. So we do our zone cleaning, right? So if it's week two, we do bathrooms and I'll say, hey, I need you to go do the downstairs bathroom. I'll I'll grab the upstairs bathroom. Okay, cool. (laughs) I remember when I first made this switch, 
he came to me and he's like, okay, uh, what, what cleaner do I use on what? <laughs> and I'm like, there's only two in there. It's super straightforward. That's it. And he's like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And that was it. Like it made him very excited that he doesn't have to try and figure out what do you use on what? Cause I remember one time he used like the shower cleaner on a surface. No, he used it on the mirrors. That's what he used it on. He used it on the mirrors and it was so filmy that I about died. Like it took me forever to get the soap scum remover spray off of the mirrors. I just went in there. It's like every time you wipe the towel back and forth, it's just like more like soapy streaks go back and forth, you know? And he was like, what the heck is wrong with this? I'm like, babe, that's not window cleaner. Yes, friends, it does say on the bottle, but you know, sometimes things happen. Uh, sometimes things happen. So it's just like super easy for him and for the girls too. Like it's fun that Bailey actually gets to put her hands in the all-purpose cleaner and take it out and put it in the sink and use little sponge. It doesn't, it's, it's baking soda and vinegar and a little bit of concentrate that's derived from plants. Like the concentrate is all mixed up through throughout the whole thing, right? Like it's diluted. So it's just been such a blast for me ever since I put this into play. I have thoroughly enjoyed cleaning my house. It smells amazing and it takes me two seconds. It literally takes me seven to eight minutes the last time I timed it to clean my entire master bath. Two sinks, stand-up shower, a toilet, and a tub. And that's really what it should be about, right? Is like enjoying the process of pouring into your home. And if you could make these two tiny little tweaks, get rid of all of your cleaners that you have right now and shift over to these. And if you don't want to use these specific products, cool. There's stuff on the market that you could go down to your local um, like natural grocers and you could find. There's a soft scrub that I use that I love to use called Truce T-U-R-C-E don't get it on Amazon because it is insanely expensive in Amazon but it is a baking soda and it has like seashells ground up super super fine so it's like a like a porous scrub in it and I actually use that instead of baking soda because it smells amazing they have a little bit of mint in it uh, mint essential oil. But all of that just made me feel really good about how I was caring for my home. And I love being able to just pull a rag out. I can wipe the baseboards clean super quick. Then I can go through with a vacuum and I'm done. It's not hard for me to fish through all the things and find the one specific thing that I'm looking for. I don't have to go all the way back out to where I was cleaning to find it. Here's the other tip and the other hack that I absolutely love. Keep an all-purpose spray inside or underneath the sink of every single one of your bathrooms and in your kitchen. And here's what this does. Because I teach to clean on a cleaning rotation, we only deep clean bathrooms once a month. And in between the deep cleaning rotations, I'm very, very quickly and easily capable of cleaning surfaces. So things are able to stay clean until I deep clean again, which makes it super effective and efficient saves so much time on my part to not have to deep clean all the time do it once a month and then maintain from cleaning to cleaning with that all-purpose spray it's just been such a huge game changer and 
for the amount of excitement that I feel when I get these products out and I start cleaning my house. I just knew that I had to share it with you. And the other really crazy thing is like Blaine and I keep throwing around this idea of hiring a house cleaner. And yes, we both totally want to. But he this morning we were actually just talking about it and he asked me, he was like, but will they use thieves? <laughs> he loves these two cleaners that I use so very, very, very much. And, you know, if you have a house cleaner, that's awesome. And I think there's this this interesting, there's just like this weird like fence that I'm riding right now. I've got one foot in the camp of I love cleaning my house. I don't want to outsource it. And then I have this other, because of, of everything that I just have shared in this episode, right? Because the system that I've created, because the products I've used, because of how simple I make it. And I'm just like, oh man, I actually really like this. I love teaching my daughters and I don't want that to go away by any means. But I also know that it would be a, a really, really big help to me and where I'm at in this season of my business and my kids and my husband's business. And it's just something for us to think about, right? And everybody's in their own space in their own space when it comes to outsourcing. So whether or not you have a cleaner coming in and cleaning for you, or you're doing it all on your own, and you're literally not even having family members help you, wherever you're at on this spectrum, just know that keeping your house simple, organized and clean can start with everything that I talked about in this episode. Because even when you have a house cleaner, you still have to keep tidy in order for them to clean. And they will use your cleaning products. And these are products that I believe in that the cleaner that I have on standby that I'm ready to hire whenever I'm ready to pull the trigger. I have asked her and she told me, yeah, I'll use whatever products you want me to use. Uh, she actually uses Norwex, which is a, is another, um, super clean product. And there's some girls inside of the Facebook that use that as well. But there it's a more versatile line that I am not going to go that complicated. I'm going to keep it super simple because I'm a busy working work from home mom raising kiddos and, and focusing on all of those things. And I don't really need to focus on how complicated it is to, to clean. And I know that there are so many of you that come inside of the Facebook group. And and that is what you say. I just don't know how to keep my house clean. I don't know how to keep my house clean. I don't know how to keep my house clean. Obviously, we've talked about this before. If your house is a cluttered mess, then you're not going to be able to clean it. So you're going to want to work on getting the clutter out of your house, get the clutter out of your kitchen so you can actually pick things up off the counter and wipe behind them. Yes, you should be wiping underneath the blender that's on your counter, underneath the bag of bread that's on your counter. You should be pulling out the bread box. You should be pulling out to the coffee maker. Now, if you have every appliance you own on the counter, you're not going to want to do that. You just complicated it for yourself. Make it simple. Get rid of the things that you don't use in your cabinets so that you can put the things that you do use just below in front of the door. I get my blender out every single day of my life and I put it back every single day of my life. You know why I do that? So that my counters are clean and you know what makes it possible for me to do that is that there's nothing else in that cupboard. There's literally like a ginormous space for just my blender. All I have to do is open it, take it out, put it on the counter, put it back. It is so straightforward. 
but I'm only able to do that because all of the things that have been handed down in my family for 15,000 generations that are collecting dust and even know that I had them that I've been waiting to use and I will never use. I just got rid of them. Not all of them. I did not get rid of all the things. I kept what was incredibly, insanely important and special to me. And I kept one of them, maybe two, but probably not. (laughs) one of them. And then I only kept the actual things in my kitchen that I use all the time. I am holding on to a bread maker right now that was given to me that I have great ideas for. I have not used, I used it one time when I first got it. It's up on a shelf in my pantry and I never use it. And if come Q2 next year, I've not used it like repeatedly, I'm getting rid of it. I'm not keeping it. There's so many things that you could get rid of underneath your bathroom sink so that you have a spot for your all-purpose spray. You have a spot to fold up all of your towels and to put your kids' bath toys so that the bath toys aren't sitting in the bathtub, right? This is what I'm talking about. You got to make things less complicated for yourself. Simplify what you're doing so that you can actually succeed in keeping your house clean. Just try it. Let me know how it goes. I'm super excited to hear about it over inside of the Facebook group. As always, it's been so fun hanging out with you here from behind my mic. And I cannot wait until the next episode where me and you catch up on all things systemizing your life. Hey, before you go... If today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.